your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 229 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And today what I wanted to do is something we've been kind of talking about for a while here on this podcast. We want to do some more Henrik Lundqvist content, pay a fitting tribute to the king as he prepares to continue his career with the Washington Capitals, and I thought there's no better way to do that than to look at some of the best playoff performances of Henrik Lundqvist's career with the Rangers. There's a lot to choose from. He played in 130 career playoff games with the New York Rangers. You heard that right, 130. So I had a really tough time narrowing it down for a list like this. I kind of went back and forth between doing a top 10 and doing a top 20, so I decided to basically just settle right in the middle. We're going to do the top 15 best performances in the playoffs of Henrik Lundqvist's incredible career with the New York Rangers, and it's going to be broken into two parts. We're going to start today, do 15 through 8, and then we'll pick it up probably in tomorrow's episode, uh, but definitely sometime this week at number 7. We'll go from 7 all the way up to number 1, but we'll start with number 15. Let's just dive right into it right here. Number 15, we gotta go back to 2012. This occurred against the Ottawa Senators in the first round of the playoffs, Game 6, with the Rangers trailing three games to two. And in this game, Henrik Lundqvist made 25 saves on 27 shots. Now, as you guys can probably already figure out, there will be games on this countdown where Henrik Lundqvist made more saves. There will be games where he allowed fewer goals, but... This is a situation where the Rangers absolutely needed to win this game. They were down three games to two. They had had an incredible regular season. In fact, they had the best record in the Eastern Conference. This is still back when they seeded teams one through eight, and the Rangers had the top seed. They were going to get home ice advantage throughout the entire, uh, well, at least the Eastern Conference portion of the playoffs. And so they're hosting the Ottawa Senators. The Senators in the regular season went 41, 31, and 10. So they were basically a 500 team. Yes, I know that you get a point for every overtime loss, but for all intents and purposes, they won 41 games, they lost 41 games, they're a 500 team. That was the Rangers' opponent in the first round. And this, man, this was just one of the most physical, nasty, uh, violent series that you've ever seen. There was fighting in you know games two, game three, a couple of questionable hits both ways early in this series. Just an absolute... Uh, grind of a playoff series here. So you're thinking like, hey, I know the Rangers, they got the best record in the Eastern Conference. It's rare that you get an easy playoff series victory, but certainly you expect them to beat this team. And the next thing you know, you lose game five at home against the Senators, and you're down three games to two. You got to go back to Ottawa. You're on the road, hostile environment, fired up crowd, season on the line. Uh, it's an absolute nightmare if the Rangers lose this game. I can't sugarcoat it. Uh, fortunately, they did not lose. The Senators went up one nothing in the first period, but the Rangers fired back with goals by Derek Stepan, Brad Richards, Chris Kreider. That makes the score 3-1 Rangers. The Senators also score with 39 seconds left in the game, but the Rangers hold on to win 3-2. And it's just a fantastic clutch performance by Henrik Lundqvist because Game 5, obviously that's disappointing to lose at home against, you know, an inferior opponent, frankly. And Lundqvist, he bounced back with just a tremendous performance here on the road. Again, you know, everything working against the Rangers. The Senators have all the momentum in the series. And Henrik Lundqvist turns in a very strong performance to 
give the Rangers a chance to get back in this series and force a Game 7. It's a complete nightmare scenario for the Rangers if they lose this game because basically you've got a season where you had the best record in the Eastern Conference, and that all goes right down the drain if you lose this game. But Henrik Lundqvist was there. He made sure it didn't happen. The Rangers fell behind in this game one nothing, and he basically held down the fort, gave them a chance to come back. That's exactly what they do. And then, of course, uh, Game 7, that almost made this countdown as well. A little bit of a spoiler that's not on the countdown. Game 7 against the Senators of this series. Uh, the reason being... I just felt like this was the real clutch performance on the road and, you know, a lot of uncertainty, backs against the wall, all the pressure. Once the Rangers forced a Game 7, it felt like they were a little bit back in the driver's seat. Of course, there are no guarantees, and you don't want to mess around with a Game 7 if you can avoid it and end a series earlier than that. That goes without saying. But it just felt like going home for Game 7, it felt like the Rangers would probably win that game, and they did, and that was a great game too, a 2-1 to one victory and another great performance by Henrik Lundqvist. But to me, this is the one that always stood out more than Game 7 because you're on the road, back against the wall, you fall behind early, you come back and win it, and Henrik Lundqvist, you know, just a big-time clutch performance here for the Rangers, allowing them to extend their season. Number 14, we're going to go back just a couple of years to 2017, the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 1 at the Montreal Canadiens. Henrik Lundqvist pitches a 31-save shutout to lead the Rangers to a Game 1 victory. Lundqvist, I mean, hey, he kicked off the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs in style here on the road in Montreal. Uh, Lundqvist has had some struggles against the Canadians, specifically in Montreal throughout his career, but he was on top of his game right out of the starting blocks. A total goaltender duel between Lundqvist and Carey Price. Carey Price only surrendered a goal to Tanner Glass, of all people. He scored for the Rangers midway through the first period, and the score remained one nothing basically throughout the rest of the game. Uh, Michael Grabner got an empty net goal late in the third period, the old Michael Grabner special. But playing in Montreal is always tough. Lundqvist at this point was maybe starting to slow down a little bit, but he still showed everyone on this night that he could turn back the clock when he really needed to, and that's exactly what he did here, a 31-save shutout. And this, uh, as of right now anyway, still stands as Henrik Lundqvist's last playoff shutout. This gave the Rangers the Game 1 victory, and they went on to win the series in six games, so it obviously set them on the right path. The reason this one ranks a little bit lower than some others on the countdown is the fact that, first of all, it was just the first game of the first round, and unfortunately, the Rangers kind of played a lackluster series against the Senators in the second round here in 2017. I thought that was a very beatable Ottawa team. I thought the Rangers kind of got a nice draw by playing the Canadians and then the Senators in the first and second rounds, respectively. I thought both of them were very beatable, and the Rangers... Look, there's never an easy path to the Eastern Conference Finals, but that's about as simple as it gets, really. And they would have had uh, another playoff matchup against the Pittsburgh Penguins, who went on to win the Stanley Cup this season. But, you know, the Rangers, they definitely would have gone into that Eastern Conference series against the Penguins as underdogs, but I would have liked to at least see them get a crack at it. You know, maybe they could beat the Penguins again. They had had their number in recent seasons, so it would have been fun to see. Unfortunately, they lose to the Senators. But uh, Henrik Lundqvist here... Uh, kicking off the playoffs in style, kind of uh, reinstilling confidence in some Ranger fans that thought that maybe he had, uh, you know, kind of hit a wall at this point in his career. I don't think he was there yet. You know, it, it wasn't until the the next couple of years after this where he started to slow down uh, significantly. But at the time, Henrik Lundqvist still gave the Rangers a chance to win, and he proved it here, starting the playoffs with a 31-save shutout in Montreal, uh, a place that had been difficult for him to play in throughout his career, and uh, just coming up clutch and getting the Rangers off to a great start in the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs. Number 13, we're going to go from the most recent game on this countdown to the least recent game on this countdown. We're going to go all the way back to 2007, the second round of the playoffs, Game 3 against the Buffalo Sabres. Henrik Lundqvist makes 38 saves on 39 shots. The Rangers beat the Buffalo Sabres 2-1 to one in double overtime to get back into the series, cut the Sabres series lead to two games to one. Uh, to kind of just set the stage for you guys here, the Rangers, they're the sixth seed here in the playoffs. The Sabres are the one seed. 
which is really hard to even conceive at this point, but it's true. The Sabres really were the one seed for this playoffs. They really had the best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Rangers lost games 1-2 and two in Buffalo. Uh, they played okay in those games. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, though, had allowed seven goals combined in games 1-2, and two, so he absolutely needed to bounce back here, and the Rangers absolutely had to win game three to get back into the series. Otherwise, you're staring at a 3-0 hole, and as we all know, not too many teams in sports history have ever crawled out of a three games to nothing hole. But the Rangers, they get back into the series. They indeed get the win. Just a thrilling game from start to finish. A 38-save effort from Henrik Lundqvist. They win 2-1 to one in overtime, double overtime, in fact, on a goal by Michael Roosevelt. And this game went deep into double overtime. We were about three minutes away from getting to triple overtime, but Michael Roosevelt ended it. Uh, they played the puck back to the point. He basically just tees off with a slap shot, goes off the post and in. But none of this happens without Henrik Lundqvist. He was facing a high-powered Sabres team led by Danny Briere and Chris Drury. And uh, this was just a wild track meet of a game. A lot of uh, scoring opportunities up and down the ice, but you had two great goalies basically just going punch for punch. Ryan Miller was a net for the Sabres. He was in his prime at the time. He stopped 44 of 46 shots at the other side of the rink, and he was just outstanding in this game, as was Henrik Lundqvist. And like I said, just 317 remained in the double overtime period when Michael Roosevelt scored. And uh, I actually watched this game with Bobby Sampson, who's been a guest on this podcast quite a few times. We were in college at the time, uh, just kind of watching it in his apartment. And he's a Flyers fan, but he could definitely just kind of appreciate what a great game he was watching. And Roosevelt scored. I just lost my mind because now you've got life. You're down two games to one rather than staring at a 3-0 deficit. And just a side note, because I was watching some highlights from a lot of these games. If you want to hear the most random New York Ranger of all time, Matt Cullen. Yeah, Matt Cullen was on the Rangers this year, his only year with the Rangers. I think he played for just about every team in the NHL, but he apparently had a one-year stop at the Rangers. I can barely remember that. Maybe you guys have a better memory than I do. But yes, Matt Cullen was on this Ranger team. But uh, again, this was the least recent game that's going to appear on this countdown, but it was just one of those early clutch playoff performances from Henrik Lundqvist that let you knew that he was going to be something special, and he was somebody that you could always trust in a big game, in a big spot. He basically just stood on his head against a high-powered Sabres team, uh, held the Rangers in the game, and they end up winning it in double overtime. They get back into the series. They cut the series deficit to 2-1. to one. They win game four. Unfortunately, they lose game five in overtime, and uh, they lose game six by one goal as well. It was one of those series that you really felt like the Rangers could win. Unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be, but this is probably the high moment of the series, Henrik Lundqvist, again, just standing on his head and uh, making sure that the Rangers did not fall into a 3-0 hole against the Sabres. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Go. Built Go will help you break through your wall. It is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural. And I can tell you from experience, it's a fantastic product to use before playing baseball, tennis, or even frisbee golf. Built Go comes to us all from the same people who brought us the world's fastest growing protein bar, Built Bar. It will help you break through your wall. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it every day with Go. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages, put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All right, on to number 12. This is the only loss that's going to appear on this countdown, and I hate to do this to you guys, but I couldn't not include this on the countdown because he was just, Lenquist was just phenomenal in this game. And it is the 2014 Stanley Cup Finals Game 5 at the Los Angeles Kings. Of course, we all know how that ended in very unfortunate fashion, but Henrik Lundqvist absolutely stood on his head in this game. It was clearly not his fault that the Rangers lost. Uh, he stopped 48 of 51 shots in double overtime. This game was actually getting pretty close to triple overtime. Look, I know they lost. I know this is a heartbreaking moment for Ranger fans everywhere, myself included, but Lundqvist was still phenomenal, and he still gave the Rangers a chance, and he still was, in my opinion, the best player on the ice. The Kings got up one nothing early in this game, about six minutes in, and they were swarming. I mean, they were all over the place. The ice was tilted. The Kings are at home. The crowd is fired up. You know, they've got a chance to win the Stanley Cup on their home ice. They kind of have that early momentum, which you would kind of expect in a game like this. Uh, they even had a couple of power play chances, a couple of opportunities to extend their one nothing lead. But Lundqvist really made some stops early and kept the Rangers in this game. Rangers eventually get it going. They take a 2-1 to lead on goals by Kreider and Boyle in the second period. But then, unfortunately, Marion Gabarek ties the game in the third period. And then, of course, we all know Alec Martinez in double overtime. Uh, just a heartbreaking end to this game. But the Rangers, they may not have even made it that far had it not been for Henrik Lundqvist. They were outshot 51-30 to in this game. And Lundqvist, you know, he kept the puck out of the net for as long as he could. He kept the Rangers in the game for as long as he could. Uh, but you've got Jonathan Quick on the other side of the rink, and he's on top of his game too. It was just such a good hockey game, which is such a terrible finish for Ranger fans. It really is unfortunate. To this day, I still wonder what would have happened if the Rangers got the game-winning goal in overtime and sent this back to Madison Square Garden for Game 6. I mean, the... Madison Square Garden atmosphere alone would have been worth it. Even if the Rangers lost, even if they would have lost Game 6, it would have still just been great to see it, to see what that crowd would have been like uh, for Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. But, you know, it's overtime. It's double overtime. The puck eventually has to go into the net. That's just a fact. And, uh... You know what? Yeah, let's move on. This was really, really a tough ending, but also an outstanding performance by Henrik Lundqvist, even in defeat. And, you know, in some respects, I think this performance should actually be higher on the list, but just given how it ended, I can't rank this any higher than number 12. It's just too painful of a memory for a lot of us. And I will say this, though. If the Rangers had won this game, this is easily in the top five greatest Henrik Lundqvist playoff performances of all time. Probably top three. And... If the Rangers had, let's say they somehow pulled off the impossible, they just complete miracle, down three games to nothing in this series, they win game four, as they did in real life, 
Let's say they win this in double overtime. They win game five in double overtime, and they go on to win game six and seven. This would be, without a doubt, the absolute greatest performance of Henrik Lundqvist's postseason career. Look what it would have led to. Just an incredible Stanley Cup victory, having been down three games to none to the Los Angeles Kings. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, so... Given that they lost, given that it's a painful memory, can't go any higher than number 12. But again, just Henrik Lundqvist had his absolute A-game on this night. Number 11 is going to take us back to 2014, actually the same year. Uh, this is just the round before the Stanley Cup Finals, the Eastern Conference Finals. Game 2 at the Montreal Canadiens, Henrik Lundqvist stops 40 of 41 shots. Now, the Rangers, they had absolutely destroyed the Canadiens in Game 1 of this series. The final score was 7-2, so you knew you were going to get a better performance from the Canadiens in Game 2 here, and they started hot. You know, they got up one nothing, an early goal by Max Pacioretty. They were swarming, so I bet there weren't too many people who, at this point in the game, would have believed that the Canadians would go scoreless for the next 54 minutes, but that is exactly what happened. Lundqvist, again, he's on top of his game. He was just phenomenal this entire uh, playoff run in 2014. He held the Rangers in this game early, and then Ryan McDonough kind of scored out of nowhere, just an innocent-looking shot from the blue line, but it deflects off of a Montreal defender, goes into the net, and then Rick Nash scored late in the first period to give the Rangers the lead for good. They're up 2-1 to one at this point, but the story was Lundqvist. Uh, his lateral movement in this game was just, it just jumped off the screen. His ability to move from side to side in the crease was really on display. You know, he's fighting through traffic in the crease to make saves. He's making saves on rushes into the zone. He's holding his ground on some crazy scrambles in front of the net. The Rangers end up taking a 3-1 lead. There's about 2.30 left. Uh, the Canadians had a power play. They pulled their goalie for the 6-on-4 advantage, but Lundqvist just wasn't having it. He wasn't going to let them score. Uh, I wanted to rank this one a little bit higher because Lundqvist, he really did stand on his head in this one, but... The only thing that prevented that from happening was the fact that it was only Game 2, but even still, it allowed the Rangers to take a stranglehold on this series. Into the top 10 now, we're going to go back to 2012, the second round of the playoffs, Game 3 at the Washington Capitals. You guys might remember this one. Uh, it went into triple overtime, and Henrik Lundqvist made 45 saves on 46 shots, just an absolutely crazy game. The series was tied at one game apiece. It's Rangers-Caps. You guys knew we were going to get some Rangers versus Capitals on this list. And to kind of set the stage for you guys, the Rangers were the top seed in the East. This was the year that they actually beat the Ottawa Senators. We talked a little bit about that series a little bit earlier in the episode, but the Rangers are the top seed. The Caps were the seventh seed. The series, like I said, tied at one game apiece after the Caps won game two in the Garden. Henrik Lundqvist in this game, simply at his best. Another classic Lundqvist versus Holtby duel. The game goes into triple overtime, and Marion Gabrick goes five-hole, receives a pass from behind the net, and scores to send the Rangers home happy. And the Rangers obviously needed every single one of Lundqvist's 45 saves. This was just a really tight defensive playoff series. It was the John Tortorella era for the Rangers, and both teams had world-class goalies. So it really shouldn't surprise anybody that these games were all pretty low scoring. Uh, in fact, neither the Rangers nor the Capitals scored more than three goals in any of the seven games. Every single game in the series was like 2-1, 3-1, 3-2, 1-0. You know, there were just not a lot of goals being scored. This was really just everything you would expect from a Rangers-Capitals playoff series. Henrik Lundqvist at his best, Brayden Holpe at his best. All the games are tight, very competitive, and Henrik Lundqvist just absolutely stood on his head here in Game 3 against the Capitals. This would have ranked higher, but I think just the fact that it was only Game 3 held it back just a little bit. If this was Game 7, then, you know, this is probably going to rank somewhere in the top 5, maybe even the top 3, but as it is, just a fantastic performance by Henrik Lundqvist. Braden Holpe blinked just a little bit before Henrik Lundqvist did, and uh, the Rangers took a 2-1 to series lead before going on to win this series in seven games. So obviously, uh, a critical win for the Rangers here, taking Game 3 on the road to take a 2-1 series lead against the Washington Capitals. And what else can you say about Henrik Lundqvist? Another fantastic clutch performance here. 
Okay, number nine. Now, you guys know that, you know, I clearly have an affinity for the 2014 Ranger run through the Stanley Cup playoffs all the way to the finals. It's unfortunate that we didn't get to lift the cup at the very end, but there were a lot of uh, tremendous memories that we all came away with from that playoff run. I think more so than anything, probably the series against the Penguins, just given the fact that the Rangers were down three games to one, they come roaring back, they win games five and seven in Pittsburgh, they take down their hated division rivals and punch their ticket to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then, of course, uh, they defeat the Montreal Canadiens in the Eastern Conference Finals to go to the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, but none of that that I just talked about would have even been possible if it was not for our number nine entry on the countdown here. And this is round one against the Philadelphia Flyers, game seven at Madison Square Garden. Henrik Lundqvist makes 26 saves on 27 shots. And it's funny because I do feel like the Rangers mostly had the better of play in this game. I thought they clearly outplayed the Flyers, but be that as it may, this was a one-goal game down the stretch, and Lundqvist, again, he stops 26 of 27. Uh, the Rangers got up 2-0 in this game, and then the Flyers scored with about 15 minutes remaining, and then it's the Henrik Lundqvist show. He made some really tough saves down the stretch. There were some anxious moments, a couple of scrambles in front of the net, but Lundqvist and the Rangers, they hang on, and this was kind of the win that launched this epic Ranger playoff run to the finals. And without Lundqvist, it may never have happened, but once again, he comes up clutch in a big spot. Uh, the Rangers in this Game 7, in case you're wondering, they, they won the Game 2-1. to one. You will never guess the two players that score goals, unless you just have a great memory and you remember it. But the two players that score goals for the Rangers in this game were Daniel Carcillo and Benoit Pouliot. Exactly who you would expect. But what makes this performance even more impressive, and part of the reason why it ranks so high for me, is Lundqvist had a pretty disastrous outing the day before in Game 6 of this series because the Rangers were up three games to two. They had a chance to close out in Philadelphia, and Lundqvist actually ended up being pulled from that game after giving up four goals on 19 shots in a 5-2 to two loss to the Flyers. So it was really a disaster. Uh, the kind of performance in the playoffs that you're not used to seeing from Henrik Lundqvist, especially back then when he was still in his prime. But less than 24 hours later, Lundqvist shakes it off. He responds in a big way and uh, has a great game here. Only allows the one goal, keeps the puck out of the net down the stretch, allows the Rangers to claim a 2-1 to -one victory, and they're on their way to the Eastern Conference semifinals and ultimately on their way to the Stanley Cup Finals. None of it happens without this clutch performance by Henrik Lundqvist in Game 7 against the Philadelphia Flyers. All right, number eight, this will be our last one for the day, and then we'll get to numbers seven through one in a future episode, probably tomorrow's episode, but definitely sometime this week. Number eight, we're going to go back to 2013, the first round of the playoffs, game seven, Rangers at Capitals, and Henrik Lundqvist pitches a 35-save shutout in a winner-take-all game seven. And this was the second of two consecutive shutouts from Henrik Lundqvist, and I mean, you just talk about coming up huge when your team absolutely needs you to be at your best. That's exactly what Henrik Lundqvist did here. The Rangers were down three games to two after suffering a heartbreaking overtime loss in Washington in game five. That put them down three games to two. What happens next? Henrik Lundqvist goes on to post a shutout in game six and a shutout in game seven. Game six, spoiler, that will be in our next episode. That actually ranks slightly higher than this one, but... Lundqvist turned in an outstanding performance here in Game 7 as well. The Rangers got goals in this game from Aaron Asham, Taylor Pyatt, Michael Delzato, Ryan Callahan, and Matt Zuccarello, and they win 5-0 despite being outshot 35-27. Uh, that's a tremendous testament to the kind of impact that Henrik Lundqvist can have on a game. And don't forget, Braden Holpe's on the other side of the rink, and Henrik Lundqvist clearly got the better of him on this night. Henrik Lundqvist was the more clutch of the two goalies on this evening. Uh, and the other interesting thing about this series is the fact that the home team had won every single game up to this point. And I remember thinking, going into Game 7, like, that 
trend can't continue, right? Like, that's not really a hockey thing. Sometimes you see that in basketball where the home team wins every single game of the series. I mean, it happens in hockey, but I think typically you do see teams pick up some road victories every now and then. Very rare, I think, that a series goes seven games and uh, the home team wins every single game. So I was hoping the Rangers would buck that trend. They indeed did that. Henrik Lundqvist, a clutch 35-save shutout. And the reason why Game 7 actually ranks lower on this list than Game 6 is because the Rangers won Game 7 by a score of 5 to nothing. So there was some margin for error for Henrik Lundqvist here, but be that as it may, uh, he just was not going to let the puck get by him. And it was yet another big-time performance in a Game 7 for Henrik Lundqvist uh, going on the road and really just silencing the D.C. faithful there, uh, leading the Rangers to a 5 nothing win and into the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, we will be continuing this list on a future episode. Likely tomorrow's episode, we will see. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely reach out either via email or via Twitter. Uh, you can send me a DM on Twitter. You can tweet me directly. You can send me an email. Whatever works best for you, it works for me. Do that if you would like to get into our Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. Anyone who's reached out already regarding the Fantasy League, rest easy. Your spot is secure. You are in the league. We already have enough to do a Fantasy League, but the more the merrier. So anyone who has not yet reached out, do it sooner rather than later because, once again, we will have to cap it at a certain point. So, like I said, any way that you can figure out to get in touch with me, go ahead and do it, and we'll get you in the league, and it should definitely be a lot of fun. And don't worry if you're inexperienced with fantasy hockey. I, myself, am very inexperienced with fantasy hockey. I don't really have any clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see what happens. But, yes, that will do it for today. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.